Yes, here we are. We are we are live. Got it. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Andy Atkinson, and I'm here with the lovely and talented Elise Colucci. Elise, welcome back. Thank you. Always my pleasure. And today we have a kind of interesting topic to discuss. This was requested by our, our community, um, and it is lazy parasitic narcissists. Mm -hmm. Now, before we start in on this, let me just say, as you're entering the chat, getting here to, to talk, make sure you take a look at what the um, mod moderators, chat moderators are putting the mod squad in as far as the announcements go. Um, I think that Jack is helping for simmering today to, uh, because she's going to be late. So give him a minute, be patient with him, and let's just jump right in. All right. So one thing that I know is, is a lot of people don't realize that narcissists aren't always the shiny, pretty people you see <laughs> walking around in the world, right? They're the ones that have a lot of money and how could they be controlling if they have no money for a job, right? Well, mm -hmm. right? Oh yeah. Enter the parasitic narcissist. Please, mm -hmm. let's hear what you got on them. Oh I've had so many clients talk to me about people like this. They've just been drained dry financially, emotionally, physically, everything by people like this and they turn around and go, how did I let that person in my life? How did that even happen? And it's, so they're parasitic, lazy narcissists. They live off you. They take your money. They take your time. They're the victim, forever the victim. Yeah. yeah. They control you. <laughs> they control you. They have either actual people around them thinking they're the victim or a pretend cast of characters around them that they claim are their friends who think they're the, who believe they're the victim. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. So there was a, yeah. And, and sometimes they are, they are other, um, like, it's not always, in a, you know, you could be a person, you know, like you said, if someone comes and sleeps on your couch or in your bed and, and they start to control every aspect mm -hmm. of your life. Mm -hmm. I've seen situations where, I've seen situations where one of them was working and the other one wasn't and and the other one was trying to control everything and this woman said to me I don't know how to get out of this and I said well do you own your home you know is it your house yes is their name on it no <laughs> are you married no are you does this person do anything for your kids no <laughs> I was like Okay, so essentially what it comes down to is this person was taking over this woman's life and she felt so controlled by him that she was already trying, you know, trauma about it. He'd been around five or six mm -hmm. years, mm -hmm. you know, um, she was just in love with him and he wouldn't marry her <laughs> at her Thank expense. Goodness, actually, because then he would have been able to take the house. For real. Um, so and he, yeah, he did have a, a, a ring, but it she had bought for herself right <laughs> <laughs> right he bought it with her money so mm -hmm. it was just ridiculous hey everybody oh um, yeah yeah I've heard of similar um he the the toxic person moving from another area to be with a person with a survivor and he was one thing online and another thing in person total sociopathic behavior and when he got there moved right in went from Mr. Nice to Mr. Evil overnight, but she was already trauma bonded from the grooming online. And 
and married him quickly and then is had to battle to keep her home her everything awful yep. awful and then another one who he had two women going he if he if he was on the outs with one he'd move into the ex-wife's house where he'd sleep on the couch and then he'd complain about how horrible her house is and how small and he only has a couch to sleep on so the other person would feel bad and take him back and he right. went back and forth and it's and, and it's nobody is stupid here this is because he's manipulating and, and acting so vulnerable and so in need right yeah it's of course with disgusting. the other person he was living on a golf course and um you know did yeah. i talk to this person too i think i've heard this maybe story. yeah <laughs> anyway it's crazy how similar the stories are, are it, it is and they yeah. they yeah and they so there are these people out there who are literally leeching off of people yeah oh yeah all over the place Oh, yeah. <laughs> or or they are underemployed if they're not unemployed. Mm -hmm. Like uh, my ex-husband worked at a Long John Silver's, I believe. <laughs> so like, and he, he couldn't, you know, he was very whatever, but it, it's, it's a situation. <laughs> you know, anyway, long story. Let's move on. So let me define, let's define what mm -hmm. a parasitic or lazy narcissist really is. So parasitic, we mean exactly what we just explained. They suck <laughs> both the money and the life out of you. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, they also tend to um, act like they're something like any other narcissist. It's something special. Mm -hmm. um, act like you can't live without them. And yet they, I, I've had so many clients who have a parasitic narcissist, you know, playing video games on their couch all day and they're going to work to pay for all the couch and the video games and everything. And then they're paying for daycare for their children, who is also the children, who are also the children of. Wow. Of the narcissist. narcissist. Wow. Disgusting. Yes. Yeah, I see a lot of what with people who have suffered under something like this of um, the love bombing being like an almost perfect human being coming to them. Yes. And, and that's how they get. Yep. That's how they get in. And, and, and they can, and they maintain it in a way where there's, where it's just, it's, it's like such a mask, you know, that like no human could be that great. And yeah. And that, right. That's how they get in. Right. It's, it's, ridiculous so bottom line we're looking at someone who who has no gives nothing to the relationship except mm -hmm. maybe their physical time if they're in the mood kind <laughs> of kind yeah. of uh -huh. right like yeah yeah um they might give to you know they might help around the house sometimes or they might but it's not a, a, they would right. sooner have right yeah mm-hmm it's only if they want something, right? Mm -hmm. um, I can't, I've had, I had one client who, she would not buy herself anything. He would buy himself all the nice things. She would buy him all the nice things. <laughs> and you also see the situation with sugar babies, okay? <laughs> Where you'll have a sugar baby. But see, I have mixed feelings about sugar baby situations. So I think it's kind of weird, gross. But I also think if both people are consenting adults and they both know exactly what the arrangement is, there's no question, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is the part. The difference is this is under the guise of being a healthy participating person in a relationship yes. instead of, Hey, want to take care of me? And I'll just sit on your couch and play video games. Yeah. I that's mean, that's, and then complain. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, right. And, and, and not do any housework. Not take, Cause I could, I would, I'm going to be really honest with you. <laughs> if I could like bring another person into my house, they would do all the housework. I would, 
I would just let them live here for free and buy all the things they need. That is an, <laughs> and that would be an arrangement that made sense to both yeah. This is this is like they're not only not helping and not doing anything, they're taking the money, they're taking the time, and you're in love with them. So you're right, going, where's my relationship? Where is that where who you were in the beginning? What am I doing wrong? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they are playing this uh, this game with not only are they messing with your head and your heart and all that stuff, the entitlement is just horrifying. The entitlement infuriates me when I think about it. Oh, so. yeah. They'll usually smear too. The fastest ones to smear the second you catch on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think I told you guys last week, my ex husband used to, maybe I told you this last week, was walking around in the world showing a picture of my son and, and myself from when he was two. I don't know, five, 10 years ago, I heard it from a friend of mine and he's now 20, about to be 25. <laughs> and but he, like, just not that, you know, within 10 years, he's been, someone told me they saw him at a bar showing that around like it was current. I mean, <laughs> saying how I stole his baby and all this business. So um, yeah, hey Piper. Um, so anyway, all right. So we jump into the chat, do you have anything else you wanna pop sure. in? No, no, that's, yeah. It's, um... So let's discuss it, guys. Talk to me. Have you heard? Have you met a parasitic narcissist? Have you dealt with one? Have you seen? <laughs> have you went? What, <laughs> what, what, what always gets me with this one is how trauma bonded the people on the receiving end become. Because from the outside, just hearing the story, you're thinking, well, just what? That's not even worth it. Like, right. at, at least the narcissists I know love bomb me, or like they, you know, and it is. So there is something about the way they flip from Mr. or Miss Perfect to being this freeloading. It's almost, you know, that's yeah. a really good point. It's almost more intense. It when, is. Yeah, because they seem so, oh yeah. It's one thing and then another. It's not one thing and another, which is kind of what we're more used to, the one thing and another. But, right. You know, until at least over in the first five years, <laughs> right? Then we can see one thing and then another longer than that but yeah it's and the people are left in such a state of confusion when they totally know what's going can see what's going on yeah i remember being blown away by such such realizations Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah all right so we have shannon l here who says first of all let me say this thank you to christine serene and jack lumen i see lnc here i'll be being here for mod squad and channel members um, okay, we have Shannon who says he has doctor friends he works with and plays the family, plays the family life, does the minimum, but he's cheating with people, probably mm-hmm. multiple people. He goes for a weekend. Everyone thinks he's wonderful. <sighs> That's the worst. And this is another point I wanted to make up really quickly. Um, the playing thing, right? Because I don't know if he's a parasitic narcissist or not, but I do know this. I've seen parasitic narcissists like have doctor friends or Hollywood friends oh, yeah. ever, mm-hmm. and try to be part. And I, well, I'm, you know, I'm with them. Like I'm part of that. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes outright lying, right? Well, they're con artists. These people are con artists. Yes. Big 100%. Mm-hmm. Speak on it. No, just that. Have? I mean, that's like they're, they are the, the movie of the week con artist. You know, they are, it's, um, they are deliberately living off of other people in a parasitic way. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and it's, 
the, I say, I, again, I'm going to like probably have an emotion from him. <laughs> the thing that really gets for me is that, that what is it called? The, the sense of entitlement is, I think, more outrageous with these people than anyone else. Oh, yeah. Well, any other narcissist, because who the heck are they to have any sense of entitlement? I mean, <laughs> exactly. This, this one, he left, he went, and, and because she kicked him out, she had to, right? But, made it so that when he left everything was comfortable for him so his new place was great and he's walking around showing off his new furniture <laughs> his new furniture and he has All nothing social media new furniture purchased out of her kindness her. because because she was guilted for you know oh, it's they use guilt they'll use your religion they'll use your faith a lot of times your faith yeah. your your um your sense of loyalty, your sense of your empathy. Yep. And you with it. Yeah. That poor me thing, right? It's that mm -hmm. whole like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, victims. Yeah. And that's the thing that, oh my gosh, the, the like you, just like you said, that smear campaign thing, uh, walking around telling everybody what a horrible person you are while showing off a new furniture. I mean, that's perfect. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Sad and unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, let's see here. Blue is absolutely correct when Blue says narcissists are miserable people. <laughs> True. Mm -hmm. Hey, Jinx. Jinx says he used his bipolar all the time. Now, can I talk about that for one second? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So very often you will see people who are who appear. Okay. So bipolar to people who don't understand NPD might also be NPD. <laughs> Differences: People with bipolar have genuine empathy. Um, I, I've seen a lot of narcissists claim bipolar just in order to make excuses for their behavior. I've even seen people be incorrectly diagnosed with it because the doctor maybe isn't familiar with it. And some of that's old, right? Some of that's old stuff, the old story. But um, but it's it sometimes is used as a self-diagnosis when we're actually a narcissist. And then this way, if you ever criticize anything they're doing. They're like, but I have bipolar. Right. How dare you? You know what I mean? Right, right. Any thoughts on that? No, they, they that's absolutely used often. That um, depression, um, uh, I've, ADHD, I've heard him using anything that can be anything that, so any of what they may legitimately have as right. a comorbid diagnosis may or may not sometimes they're really may or they're may very, not actually be right. correct right yeah. right uh -huh. and i think and I, as someone i i've been diagnosed with ADHD. i think i can say this pretty oh. clearly it doesn't have anything to do with empathy no <laughs> like, no 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 you don't need to right. be um yeah it's not i mean they're basically using a more um treatable or understandable diagnosis yeah. To, to avoid the other one, which is. If they even think of the other one. they even have the other one, right. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. right. Like, I, do, I will say this. I have irritated my husband on many occasions <laughs> by forgetting things and, you know, whatever. And, and we've had our moments. But it's, uh, you know, he's very detail-oriented and I'm not. But then when I explain to him, listen, see, see, you have all these really cool detail things and I have all these really cool emotional understandings of things. If we work together, 
it'd be a puzzle thing. It could be really good. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> right. But I do apologize. I, I, I feel bad when he does that, of course. You know what I mean? But, but at the same time, so I'm saying, as someone who is ADHD and very in tune with my empathy, um, it's, it's difficult. But it is. Not, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. But a narcissist is going gonna, is gonna to take that and, and make it about, well, then you're supposed to, the, the entitlement comes in. Well, then you're supposed to accommodate for that. Right. For everything. Right. That, yeah. If that's going on. Yeah. Right. And on the, on the same token, I think the idea of being, how do I put it? Okay. Being, having ADHD, of course, treating ADHD, all that stuff, being the person who has, sorry, I just thought about the playback of, anyway, being the person who has, um, <laughs> woo, squirrel, okay, being a person who has ADHD, uh, and being honest about it, and saying, okay, yeah, I'm sorry that I didn't, whatever detail, you know, I didn't, whatever you wanted me to have done, or whatever. Uh, you can you can lean into that if you want to, or you can. Well, I, I choose to lean into it, but in a good way, I think, because I choose to mm-hmm. do things like what I do for a living allows me to do lots of different things during the day instead of just one thing all day. You know, mm-hmm. like if I if I was at a factory, I'd probably be burned out by now. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with that being said, I there are negative sides to it as well. That's what, so it's a it's a anyway we're going off topic. But my point is just only this one thing. If if they have ADHD or bipolar or any other diagnosis, it does not make them bad or wrong, but you can tell the difference. I really believe with that lack of empathy in almost every situation where you can match up. And I don't think with NPD, NPD and ADHD don't match up so easily, right? Um, whereas bipolar and NPD kind of do <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah. But I just, like you said earlier, they definitely have comorbid, comorbid conditions. And they also do, some of them do just blatantly lie about their conditions mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So anyway, moving on. Okay. <laughs> Anything else on that before we oh, hit the next? Okay. Shannon says, we go on vacation, which I pay for. And he only posts pictures of himself. Like he's on vacation alone. Shannon. Oh my. Yeah. That is messed up. I don't like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is one of those situations where I feel that there is. You know, very- I've heard that more than once. I'm like, do I know Shannon? (laughs) I know. (laughs) I've heard that more than once, like more than one. I'm picturing a client years ago was some, she sent me pictures of what he posted and it was just some guy in Greece. She's like, this is our trip. And it was literally just like a filled with photos of himself on boats and doing this. So that was his social media. Yeah. And see what what reason would you have for only posting yourself and not your partner to look fun wow. and single for your dating apps? Ding 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 ding. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Facebook yep. dating. Okay. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Unacceptable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, Shannon, I'm sorry that you had to mm. deal with that, I, I, or are dealing with it. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, honey, I would not take him on vacation <laughs> if you could avoid it. Like, no. Yeah. You know, look, it's a business trip, honey. You can't come this time. Thoughts on that? And then post selfies. No, no. Please, please do. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But but really though, that's that it it makes me angry for you. 
that you're still in mm-hmm. a relationship with your peers um, because you deserve someone who's proud to be with you on vacation and who maybe, I don't know, pitches in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm being, I sound sarcastic, but I mean, you, we all deserve someone who loves us enough to not take us out of the picture. Exactly, exactly. Not, that's a great quote. They, we all deserve someone who loves us enough to not take us out of the picture. Like literally. Wow. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. So let's see. We have, um, well, here Jack says, I'm bipolar, but I absolutely refrain from using it as, as an excuse. And having just spoken to Jack and Simeline earlier today, I can say that's true. Um, and from all the other times. Okay. Yeah. That's, it's, there's plenty of, there are plenty of people who, um, who don't right. cope and manage and, and, take responsibility for themselves and yeah mm-hmm. narcissists never will but nope. <laughs> they literally never will and that's how you know they're a damn narcissist my life. true yeah when they just won't i'm sass today i don't know why i'm all sassy okay. <laughs> but you're right lisa 100 percent is they do not ever ever and that's so the lack of empathy, the lack of inability to accept any responsibility whatsoever for anything they've done that isn't yay. Oh, and on top of that, they will also happily accept um, rewards and, and kudos and all this for whatever you or anyone else has done. Mm-hmm. Not mentioned they weren't part of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. <laughs> all right, let's see here. Um, okay, so we have Jinx who says, I also have friends with bipolar who they don't use it either, of course. Um, let's see. Oop, did it again. Here it goes. <laughs> the jump, the chat, <laughs> the chat jump. <laughs> Gotta love that. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. I think I'm back. Ellen says thanks. Oh, thanks for getting Oh, okay. Glad you guys. Looks like, oh, excuse me. Please talk. Oh, um, I don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but looks like, okay. I'm supposed to be talking about something. I have to step away a minute. <laughs> Can you see the chat? I can't see the chat. That's why. Uh, let me get on the chat. I didn't open the chat because we came on really fast. Um, All right. It's okay. Um, okay. Let me think of another example. <laughs> Sorry. <You> okay. <laughs> we are sneezing. Um, parasitic narcissists. Um, I'm trying. Okay, here. Start with um, LNC. LNC. You know, start with Jinx. Um, Okay. I'm turning this down. I see. Okay, here we go. Found it. Girl, you're thicker than the bowl of. Oh, what are we saying here? Good sign. What are we saying? I'm looking. I'm looking at the chat. I don't see LNC. <laughs> ah, sorry. You're leaving, Shannon. Caught him on audio at home, and I'm on vacation now by myself. Heck yeah. Good. Excellent. Um. Uh, let's see. Sorry, I am reading on my phone the chat, and I am trying to keep, catch up to where we are. If they have pictures of you on their timeline, it makes it harder for them to cheat. Oh, yeah. If they have pictures of you on their timeline, it makes it harder for them to cheat, and it also takes some of the focus off of them. Correct. Yes. So, let's see. Um, there was something from LMC, and I'm looking for it. Um, help me out here, Jack, if you see it. LNC squirrel. <laughs> Bless you. Okay. All right, you guys. 
let's talk. I mean, trying to find it. it okay, anyone have a question? Post it now so I can find it. <laughs> and then, where is it? I don't see LNC. I'm totally botching this. Sorry. Um, okay, I don't see it. LNC. They use the word to get what they want. They won't change. Kick the, did you have a question? Where is it? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I hope Angie's okay there. Um, parasitic narcissists on the fly. Let me think of other things that they might do. So there was um, one that he would... Um, oh! I found out of one through a friend from high school, someone we knew. And I always wondered, this, this guy, something's off, like when we were young. And then later, I'm like, something's really off. And then now that I think back, guy was a total narcissist. Anyway, turns out he goes from country to country conning women and, and staying with them until they figure it out and leaving. He's a parasitic narcissist. He lives in elite society and people with money, people with affluence, and he goes from one woman to another, conning and lying to them about who he is. It, so, yeah, and, and, and you know, okay, wait, here we go. What are we saying here? I do not know, I can't follow this chat. I cannot follow it. Angie, are you okay? I don't even think I can end this if I want to. So we'll just keep talking <laughs> and I'm lost. Uh, Ellen is saying we all deserve someone in our life that appreciates our relationship instead of their last option. That's correct. All right, you guys, do you have anything that you want to talk about? Um, I'm trying, I can follow chat now. Shannon saying, I offered him $5,000 to move out of the house. He asked me if we could stay together and he could still have the $5,000. What the heck, right? So are you offering just to like make it simple and get him out? I know you can't make this stuff up, right? And what was it in the beginning? Was he, did he love bomb the heck out of you and make him think, make you think he was someone else, some other type of person? And then it slowly, or Linda like suddenly switch, or was it slowly that it evolved to this? Um, we seem to have momentarily lost Angie. Yes, she has, she started coughing and there she is. Now she's recovered. And, and I didn't really do much to recover this. <laughs> but that's okay. I have a little asthma attack. It's all good. Oh, you, okay. You're right. It's a minor one. I just needed an inhaler. I was good. There. I'm good. Don't worry, everybody. <laughs> okay. Okay. Where were we? <laughs> Uh, okay. I don't know. I've just been, is it normal to go from being strong to slipping back into being invisible? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but it's, you can come back and forth from it. It's like a great, uh, uh, pink cloud issue, right? So you, you're strong. You're on the pink cloud. I would ask you a couple of questions. Number one, how long were you out when you felt strong? Mm -hmm. Number two, how far, you know, how long after that did you feel weak and what happened sort of yeah what got you there? In, what triggered it yeah mm -hmm. yeah those would be my questions um i would say in general what i see is and for those of you who aren't aware of the pink cloud situation is actually a, a term that was developed in like aa um 
Alcoholics Anonymous, where, you know, when you first get into recovery from alcohol or drugs, you, you feel amazing. At some point, you kind of get past the painful part, you start to feel amazing, like you're totally in control. You start to notice you know, other healthy people out there, and you start to kind of almost in Alcoholics Anonymous, not look down on drinkers, but feel sorry for them or whatever mm-hmm. it happens to be. And then you're on the pink cloud, you feel great. And then something happens, something small or big, could be a tiny trigger, like maybe you catch a whiff of alcohol or see someone doing their drug of choice, or they get a, a bigger happens. trigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, something bigger. And, and either way, they fall on the pink cloud to crash down to the proverbial ground, right? And so this is almost everyone who goes through recovery in, in on one level or another, different levels, right? Um, so in narcissistic abuse recovery, we are looking at someone who probably, you know, like in your case, you started to feel really good and then kind of fell off the cloud. But if it's, and I think it could happen at any point. I mean, I have people, mm-hmm. some people are still struggling at 10 years because they didn't even find out about this until a year ago or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have people who get through it and, you know, I have my, my diehard people who come through and they're like, I, I will get this done in this amount of time. And sometimes they really do, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. this depends, yeah. depends on the person. Well, and I think we forget that, um, and we don't know if we've been survivors of childhood, right. we don't know that it's kind of normal to feel up and down. Yeah. That it's normal right. to have, like everybody has low times. Yeah. And but it it's so good to be up. Low times yeah. we get triggered by the bad feeling, and then we go really low. Or when we have, or we get a trigger, and it throws us, it scares us, and then <sighs> we spiral uh, on on that. So it's, I think it's an acceptance, acceptance that okay, this is where I am today. I guess I'm gonna have to do the things, go back to your self care, go back to the things that help you, and maybe take a few days to recover and see if you can get yourself back slowly, you know, stabilized again. Absolutely. Good point. Very good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. Um, I have a question from, tell me if you've read these already. All right. I am at um, Suze 9901. That's what I was like. 1152 is the time. Stamp. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, that would be 152 for me, right? Okay. Yeah. That one. You're like, what? We've been on that uh, long. <laughs> I was like, wait, where go? Okay. That's a <laughs> all right well you write quite a few of them then. all right <laughs> crystal mountain one of our members in the house hey misty all right uh here we go renata hello all right um you said 152 right okay uh yeah 11, 152 your time mm-hmm. okay here we go Woo. you went far that's good all right I, I just came in where we were i didn't go back because i couldn't i couldn't handle it i couldn't handle it uh, yeah no I, I totally understand okay <laughs> Uh, okay. Ellen C. Oh, typical. I, I missed all that and I apologize. UNA says, is it normal to go? Oh yeah. Okay. Hey, Peggy. <laughs> all right. Yes, it's normal, but I'm worried about that in your case, because I know you're a little bit about your situation. Um, Sunny Day says, I paid off a couple of narcissists to leave, only pay their fuel. I manage mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I look at it like this. I've actually seen this uh, when... I've seen people pay off people to leave for various reasons. And, you know, you see it in the movies where the father will pay the, the, the bad boy to leave or whatever, or try to. And I always feel like if they're going to leave for cash, let them. Mm-hmm. I really think that. <laughs> I really do. It's worth the money. <laughs> I mean, 
to get the scumbag out of your life. I have least any thoughts on that, Lise? Oh, no, absolutely. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, there's Suze. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Hey, Suze. <laughs> All right. Let's talk more about a collapsed narcissist. Should we feel responsible if they get suicidal? That is a great question. I know this is not a collapsed narcissist thing, but some of them can be lazy parasitic narcissists too. So let's talk yes, about it. Can. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, <laughs> so when they're older, because they've got often they're what they're riding on, often these parasitic narcissists are riding on one piece of charm. Either it's their looks, their it's not just the victimhood. You're not gonna bring right. in every stray dog, so to speak. You are there's something they're either good looking, they are mm -hmm. helpful at the beginning, whatever. And so when they collapse, they do they yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So yes. Should you feel more responsible? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is responsible for them being suicidal. No, mm -hmm. not. Um, I've, I've been talking about collapsed narcissists um, all week over on TikTok and, and a couple of times, well, one here and I have another one coming up here. Um, that's a little more detail. So that's probably why the question was, mm -hmm. was asked, but should we feel responsible? No, absolutely not. And the reason is because you can't control them. And they often claim to be suicidal, but aren't. There have been narcissists who have committed suicide. It does happen, but it is not all the time. And the best way to deal with that is to tell them that you're sorry they're feeling that way, if you are, and, and to explain to them, here's the suicide hotline number. Um, I will make sure that the police stop by or whoever stops by for a wellness check, but I can't come and take care of you right now. Mm -hmm. you know, assuming you're no contact, this is often used as a, a Hoover. It um, is. So, yeah, a lot of them have no intention of killing themselves. I mean, again, like I said, you can't say for sure that they won't. Some of them really do. They really do get depressed. <laughs> Remember, they have emotions. They just don't care about yours. That's exactly. Mm -hmm. okay. So, but, you know, unless you, I, I can't even imagine a situation under which you could be mm -hmm. responsible unless, unless you literally physically, I mean, you'd almost have to kill yourself to be responsible, but it would just depend on the circumstances, I guess. But no, I would say no. Please thoughts. No, no, the, I don't think we're responsible for somebody else for for anyone, right? Anyone. <laughs> and especially when you are the one who was the one suffering under them. When they the, when they are emotional manipulators. Right. It's, it's a manipulation tactic, whether they're serious or not. And um, it, it's, it actually makes me really angry because the people are left not only, like they just can't be left alone. Like you just can't get away from them because right. they're, it's not just guilt. It's like guilt of somebody's life that it, may, it make that makes you feel completely responsible for their well-being. Mm -mm. Yeah, and they, and they know that if they really do it, that you will torture yourself forever yeah. as a result of it. Mm-hmm. They're punishing. Yep. They're being punishing. They're guilting and they're manipulating all in one. I, I have one client whose husband actually did the deed. I, more than mm. actually, had two or three over the years. Um, and this man did this. He killed, killed himself. Her mother, I probably, oh, well, her mother picked the kid up, the kids up, took him home. Right. And in order for her to be able to clean up the house and, you know, feel better, whatever shit for a week. Okay. Well, during that time, her mother called CPS and showed up at the house. The house was trashed, of course. She was in mourning and grief, trying to get all the husband's stuff out of the house and all that stuff. Long story short, this woman ended up losing both of her kids, one of them to her mother, the other one to mm. her previous husband, who was the father of the other child, who didn't even know the child. And so it completely destroyed her whole family and herself. I don't even think she has him back now. It's really ugly. They're awful. Just, yeah. Mm. Awful. 
Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, the point being, there's no, they, just remember, they have no limits to which they will not stoop. Not a single, nothing is beyond them. Most of them. Most of them. Yeah. Thoughts? No, no, I agree. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was saying too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a really great one from Dell. This is a really, really good one. <laughs> he says, hi, Dell. He says, one small but important flag I'd say is when you ask if they can hand you something that's out of their, out of your reach, but easily in theirs, and they visibly oh my show God. contempt. Fine, here's your thing. Yeah, or mine would never even, he would be like, ah, are you too lazy to get me get yourself? What? Even though yeah. he could just really grab it and, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That contempt. Raise your hand if you've ever had. I know that. Contempt, yeah. right? <laughs> From yeah. your parents to your, your spouse or whoever else, your friend. Mm -hmm. I can't even do it. Are there any red flags? I'm sorry. Now I'm reading chat. You do it. Please do. No, go ahead. Go ahead. We can do that. When Dana and I used to do this. We, we, we alternate. So oh, I'd okay. do that with you too. Go ahead. Yeah, I just was like, I saw my name. I went, huh? Do it, girl. Are there any red flag red flags to a lazy parasitic narcissist that we sh we can watch for? Yeah, I mean, well, they they don't usually have employment, um, or they have they're underemployed. Underemployed, or the yeah, they're or they're um, always job hoppers. Yeah, like the one that I was talking about was very. Here's the thing: he was very transparent that he had nothing. Okay. He was, in other words, he said, you know, I'm working, but you know, I owe X amount in child support. I owe X amount in spousal support. He was very clear about his having nothing, having no money, which okay. makes someone go, that's okay. I make enough. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's me, right. Him, I told the person, hey, you know, just him saying that much information about his personal life when you weren't in that type of relationship yet where you needed to know that was a red flag. Because what he was doing was prepping you and grooming you for what you're going to accept later on. That's right. And he was getting you to offer him money to help. I'll pay yeah. for you to come visit me. I'll pay for this. I'll pay for our trip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say uh, now, okay, this is interesting. This is, I have a, something to add to that, actually. Um, one of my clients is a psychologist, and she went to a part of Africa to meet a man. Now, she, she has looked, dated American men, never, never works out. Long story. She's very powerful, very beautiful, but overwhelms. I think men are, are intimidated by her. Mm -hmm. um, and so she wanted someone who, anyway, long story short, I was scared to death for this girl. <laughs> and, and I, I kept all these, you know, kept giving her all these little tips and make sure this and make sure that, and don't go there by yourself the first time, blah, 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 the whole thing. And, um, and she did all her due diligence. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> and he's really who he said he was. And it's a beautiful thing. But, you, you know, when you hear things like that, you instantly go, oh, she's going to get screwed over. You know, and, and you instantly think of this kind of a, you know, either mm -hmm. a scammer or mm -hmm. this type of parasite. But he turns out to be legit. My point is, not everybody's a scumbag. No, 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 no. Of course not. But, yeah, it's hard. To, right. well, red flags are just that. They're a flag. Exactly. So look, look for another one. And you look for, an, yes. it's not like we, and also, we don't meet people and go, okay, where are the red flags? Show me yeah, those red but, flags. It's more that you sit back <clears throat> far enough at a distance emotionally. emotionally. Yep. Be yep. Before you become invested emotionally in the relationship too deeply to where you lose your head because we all did it. All. We, 
there's something that happens when you fall in love and early on where your brain kind of goes offline and that's kind of normal how people fall in love but what with if you're looking for red flags and you want to stay safe you slow down the emotional process and it's not like you're like flag 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 where's the flags it's sort of like right. when they show up you go that feels weird right. like she said it did feel weird that he was telling me all this personal information yes but I didn't put two and two together because everything else was so perfect and because she, she invested emotionally in needing something from him and needing what he was giving right and that right there is is where we have to be careful because right. we are Many of us are very sensitive people. We're people who love and want to love and want mm -hmm. to be loved. And they present to us this false self that appears so loving and so caring. I know one woman in this room right now who has been, and I know I can say this because I know her very personally, <laughs> who has been completely snowed over by someone she thought really loved her. And he really mm. ended up being incredibly abusive and, and, and first started out as a parasitic narcissist. And then she basically helped him grow up, get a car, get a life, get a job. Yes. All the things. Mm -hmm. I think she did on her 57 times and left him. And I'm just, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've heard of that time. too. I, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So never, I think what you, I think the point is being, like you were saying, Lise, the, the red flags are important to notice. It's easy for us to want to just like, some of us stay in, in constant fight or flight mode after we go through one of these, mm -hmm. but most of us don't. And when we do, we're damaging ourselves even further. It's, it's like a balance between do it. It's a balance between jumping in with both feet and never, ever touching the air as another person touches again. You know what yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's finding that middle ground. Right. And that's the journey that we're, we end up on. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is why time when you're dating someone new, when you're healed, please don't do it until you're healed, or at least not seriously. <laughs> um, when you can have friends and whatever ever with benefits whatever you, yeah <laughs> right but you don't necessarily want to get into a long-term relationship because number one if you're not healed you're going to hurt be hurt again probably or possibly number two you can't even see the forest for the trees until you're healed and number three why give yourself more grief and pain and you should really learn how to love yourself as you are as an individual yeah with or without another person mm -hmm. and have that person add to your life instead of you know just being your life and and when people say why 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 should i do that why do I need to, why do, you know? Okay, so one, one good reason for why is if you know who you are on your own, if you have self-awareness enough, self, like an understanding of self, a, a caring for yourself, a love of yourself, you have something to contrast it and compare it with when you're in the next thing. If you're not still feeling that for yourself, what's up? Right. With right. someone, you know? And it could be that you are reliving some traumas in the relationships, fine, or it could be like reliving it the whole long, long story, another topic, but it could also be that something's that it's a red flag. Yes. So, it's, mm -hmm. And so what you were saying is, was really important because you were saying, you know, you can't just jump off the, off the boat for one red flag or you can, if you choose you to, can if you want, yeah, but it's, I, yeah. I went through a period of time where I did and it was wasted, wasted time, you know, mm -hmm. because anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but you have to, and, and so, so then, just take time. And if you decide, I never want to be in a relationship again, that's okay. Totally. Decide, you know what I mean? And so the point is to be patient with yourself, be compassionate with yourself, and listen to your gut. Mm -hmm. If you really think about it, all the times that your gut said, don't do it, and you did it anyway, how did it go? 
Well, see, here's the thing with that is, and, and my, um, well, when you, when you don't know how to trust your gut, you don't know what's the difference between trusting your gut and anxiety. Ding, ding. Talk about it. <laughs> well, I think we have to learn the difference of, do I, am I just pushing on, am I pushing on a, on my comfort zone the way I need to, or am I crossing my boundary? Right. And, That's you right. know. Trial and error, experimenting. Um, I know you guys work on some of this stuff in, in group, don't you? We do, yeah. 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 So at least as a small group coaching, for those of you who don't know, uh, there are three sessions per week and what else? Uh, ongoing messenger support. Yeah. And a really good group of people, a select group, small. Um, yeah. Per, yeah, so you can go to, anyway, you should check it out if you're interested, Queenbee groups at least you want to say anything else about that no it's yeah we meet tuesdays and thursdays at 4 30 and fridays at 11 pacific time all of them pacific time um so yeah. do translations i don't know <laughs> time wise oh <laughs> yeah well just they can look it up i'm time zone challenged yeah i am <laughs> challenged and i get it wrong every time um, right, so. me too i go backward yeah mm. go on the no, situation uh, though the scheduler fixes it for them so yes oh good okay yeah so so the other thing is that you, um, it's only $60 a month. Right. It's $60 a month. Yeah. Yeah. So think about it. And, uh, if you're interested in some face-to-face -face Zoom support with this beautiful woman. Yeah. I don't and, know of any other program like that out there right now. So it's. There isn't. And when they start to do it, which they will, because they always. They are. will. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but to be fair, I want you guys to know something. And we're not trying to advertise or anything, but at least developed this program. I, I, over the course of the last 10 years, tried to develop group coaching twice, failed miserably because I don't, I don't know. I'm not good at it, <laughs> but she rocks it and it's amazing. Everybody loves her, loves the program. Just think about it. It's a good deal. Yeah. All right. If you need that kind of support. If you need it, right. it's there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, don't waste your time. Don't work at it. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's all good. Yeah. But it just offers a, you know, another option. All right. And I think for a group, um, I have one client, at least one client who goes to group and does one-on-one -on -one coaching. Yeah, I have, I have, I um, I actually offer offer a special rate if you're in both. So. Oh well, you might want to mention that one client. I'll tell you later. Okay. No, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I have a current one who has. It don't matter. Okay. Well, for my one. Yeah. Oh, for your your one-on-one, -on -one, you mean? For my one-on-one, -on -one, yeah, but with uh, like if they do both because they're talking to me. Yeah. So. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Um, Shannon. We do this one. Oh, this is in reply to I asked uh, Shannon mm -hmm. in the beginning what how was it with this toxic person? Oh, okay, right. And she said, yeah. Go ahead. Do you want to read? Oh, it? she said not. I don't know what that means. If I don't know if it's love bombing, but lots of compliments, acting very empathetic. Yep, love bombing. Uh huh. Yeah. Life of the party. It's the yeah. life of the party to everyone else. Funny, etc. But angry at home. It's been twelve years. Mm -hmm. Better late than never for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That. Oh, yeah, she's the one who's leaving, she said. Right? Yes, yeah, she's leaving, and she's on vacation right now by herself, she said. I am so proud of you. <laughs> That's amazing, <laughs> Shannon. Good job. I like that. Yeah, I was, yeah, it's been 12 years. Somebody like that is not, they're not changing. No. Yeah, not changing. All right. Um, yeah, Suze, that's a manipulation tactic, says DJ Red Record Hound. Um, okay. Um, I'm just going to scroll on down and not talk about any of that stuff. Let's see here. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's being said. Del yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Del says, oh, wait. Sage says, so so true they have emotions, but they just don't care about yours. Um, 
DJ says they have probably served couch surfed many homes enough to live off forever. Yep, I've seen that too. Perpetual couch sleepers. Um, Dell says I dated one of those Angie. They later gaslighted me that they never said any of the suicide threats. Respect immediately dropped. Yes, my friend. Yes. Um, the suicide threats are not. Look, I've seen survivors say the same thing. So I don't want you guys to think that if you have threatened suicide, that you are necessarily a narcissist. And I shouldn't have said the S word. Oh well. Um, <laughs> but I and I will say, you know, I personally have some some history as a younger person that with similar things. However, with that being said, the moment I had my first pregnancy test turned pink and tell me that I was about to have a baby, <laughs> that for me that option went out the window. But growing up the way I did, I always kept it in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. Know, so uh, we do have a suicide survivor suicide prevention page at queenbee.com. It's uh, queenbee.com slash survive this, uh, all one word. And it's got all kinds of resources for anyone who does need that kind of support. Um, mm-hmm. So I just want to point that out because I, I don't want you to think that we're sitting here talking about that particular topic and we are, are implying in any way that someone- No, it's just the way narcissists use everything. That yes. They don't even use something as serious. Something that if anyone says that to you, you need to take it seriously. Anyone calling you, your friend calls you, a narcissist calls you, whoever calls you and says those words, as another human being, you take it seriously. Right. You feel right. something. You are, you know, right. you're, you want to react to it and respond to it. And a narcissist, we're, what we're saying is that they will use that very thing that is completely serious for their own gain. Right. To keep manipulating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah. So, um... Okay, got scared. Thought I was off topic, off schedule. Um, okay, so yeah, I think that's a really, really valid point. Um, let's see. Do you want to pick one each, one more each, and then we'll, we'll get rid of it. Either way, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, go ahead. Do you have something? Um, I had saw one. <laughs> Shannon was saying, "Do you think these types of collapse more easily since they have nothing of their own?" You know, that's a good question. I would say probably. Um, mm-hmm. it depends on you know who they are and what they are. So I've seen. Some women who will get a, oh, sorry, I didn't ask what I'm about to say. Some women who will get certain free plastic surgeries or certain, you know, and, and this is just female narcissists. Male narcissists have their equivalent of similar things. Maybe they get plastic surgery too, but uh, they'll use one, one of their supplies along the way to get, to upgrade their whole thing, right? One mm-hmm. Clothing, mm-hmm. surgeries, products, whatever. Um, and, and they may stay, you know, in some of the cases, depending on how they're getting the attention from the supply, they may stay more fit longer or they may keep trying with the plastic surgery. And sometimes you'll see the ones with the, the a little bit too much plastic surgery face. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I have, I'll tell you that in the day. Um, I have personally never had any, any plastic surgery since I was five and they broke my eyelids when I was born. So on this one side, so oh. they, they folded it back. It's still uneven, but <laughs> we get through it. <laughs> but that doesn't count because it's not for, you know, plastic. Anyway, uh, it's just my skin was folded up. <laughs> okay. Um, well, couch surfers are going to be, yeah, maybe they're going to collapse sooner. It depends on their circumstances. But a lot of times they don't have kids. They're not. They're not raising kids. Even if they have kids, so they may have more time on their hands too focus on things like appearance and that might give the supply longer. Mm-hmm. 
but they may not. What are your thoughts? The ones I'm thinking of have seemed to me to be in a constant cycle of collapse. That's fair. That's fair. Like there's a constant, like the devaluing is to the point where like you literally can't walk across the floor without being too loud or too annoying. And it's, there's a constant victim-y, wow, why are you doing that to me? Kind of like, you know, defensiveness that, (laughs) you know, in collapse, they can go toward. And then the drinking or the, um not bathing or the you know the the total letting themselves go behaviors yeah it seems like the ones i'm thinking of like people keep saying wait but this happened and then and then it was like he never showered or she never did this or you know it was yeah Mm -hmm. okay i got a story for you really quick about that topic yesterday this was yesterday at my house two days ago two days ago a friend of mine has a parasite right now (laughs) and and she said I really she's pregnant that's all I'm saying so I really need help with getting him off but is there anything that you need done around your house that you pay him to do and I'm like sure I got things (laughs) and so I have this rug in the basement I want pulled out I've been wanting it pulled out forever nobody will pull it out it's just a long story anyway so one room needs a rug pulled out and then I would be happy and then you can hang this one picture for me it's really high I can't reach it so neither can anyone else in the house, but you have to climb really high on a ladder. Anyway, yeah, he'll do all the things. So I offered a certain amount. It's more than fair. And um, sure. So he was supposed to come over the next day and the next morning, by the way, Friday morning, I think it was. And he didn't show up. <laughs> didn't show up. Kept saying he was on, or she kept saying he's almost there. He's almost there. Never showed up. Stayed out all night, apparently, according to her. Then the next morning, was supposed to show up bright and early. Didn't show up. <laughs> Then sent a message talking about went to church. Definitely didn't go to church. What? Um, yeah. 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 Sorry. Church my service went late. That was a good service. Okay. No. <laughs> no, for sure. Okay. Gets to my house finally four or five hours late on the second day. <laughs> and uh, I said, okay, well, here's the one, the two things I want done. You know, whatever. Blah, blah. Okay. Well, he then, instead of doing those two things, goes in the backyard and invents new projects to do. What? Yeah, girl. And then, <laughs> then he breaks my internet line and then spends four hours repairing it. And then, uh, and we were working, by the way. And then comes back in the house angry. Why is he angry? Because it's a long story, long story. I'm not going to go into all the details. Long story short, he came in and I knew right then, didn't even look, didn't even think about it before because he was just doing his little things, you know. He was, he asked for like three times the amount of money I had agreed to a cap of, <laughs> and then invented these projects and these, these things that were wrong, weren't wrong. Um, just one thing after another. <laughs> and like, he, the, the look on his face, and then he, well, uh, can you give me, I'm pretty sure it was not first, <laughs> but can, can you give me a little money? Well, his person had already told me, just give me the money because he's not responsible and he's trying to make, say, well, you're the baby or whatever. Said, okay. And as I said, I, I don't have any cash. I'm supposed to make sure to give it to, you know, oh, okay, well, can I get that tonight? And I'm like, well, you can get it when the job's finished, because by the way, he didn't finish the job. Either one of the jobs I actually hired him to do, one's big mess in the backyard. Long story short, he called me fat. <laughs> he said I was, a, he was annoyed that I was annoyed that he broke the internet for four hours on a work day. Um, he was annoyed and said I should probably go out and ride my bike instead of sit on the internet all the time. Um, and like, girl, he went on, it was beyond human. 
behavior. Wow. And his, and, uh, and his face that he was, he was, it was, I didn't even think about it in the moment, but he actually stood up off the couch to come toward me as he was telling me these things about myself. I don't know what he's going to say to you. <laughs> and then, of course, the, then my husband walked down the hall after he walked out the door because he was doing something. And, um, but, but another guy was staying there and heard it. Long story short, he then goes, he leaves. I agree to talk to, you know, and, and send some money over to her that night, which we did. But he called 30 minutes later, 30 minutes later, and yelled at me for not having sent it yet because I was trying to decide, we were trying to decide what amount. Right, right, right. You know, because we were oh not God. sure we were going to have him back. And yeah, long story short, he calls me back, he yells at me again. And, and you, you broke your word. I said, I never said that I was saying anything to you. I said, I was saying it to her, and whatever. Then he hung up the phone on me. Oh, nice. And thought he was coming back the next day to do more work and make more money. What? Clink. <laughs> Didn't even say see you tomorrow. Just hung up on me. Just hung up on you. What? I was like, are you freaking kidding me? So never again. Entitlement, <laughs> man. It is the entitlement that makes no logical sense. That's why I had the mad face about the entitlement earlier. Because yeah, who the heck does even half of that and doesn't realize what they're doing? I mean, right. First of all, it's very unprofessional to expect any person you're working for. And that, let me take this back before I see what I'm about to say. Any person you're doing little little projects around the house, like any man stuff. I'm just going to only talk about that for right now. Because I don't want anyone to think that I'm, I'm saying this about anyone that works with me. Please. <laughs> Because I don't want you to be all worried about what I'm about to say. Okay. But this man was not anyone who was working with me like on a, on a personal basis. He was no. a person of a person, you know, coming over to get some, make some money. No, that that's crazy. Yeah. That's, right. Yeah. And he, like, he was almost like asking me to take care of his emotions in the moment in a way that was completely inappropriate for the circumstances. Yeah. And so he was mad that he broke the cables before I was on the cable. And then he was, and then he didn't do either one of the jobs I hired him to do. Oh. <sighs> Okay, now that I've mentioned, thank you for dinner. That's an example, isn't it? Of, yeah, yeah. Of a, a really bad one, but an example of a fair fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you got another question for us? Do I? Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, I don't see. I haven't looked. I was listening. I should have been looking and listening. Um, what should this woman do? Okay, I got one. All right, let's see. Um, Sue says, oh, the one that Sue was talking about. Yeah, thank you. A family member did go check on him. And she said he has seemed to be doing it for attention. That's well, but I was almost ready to go over there. So glad for your advice. Good job. Excellent, Suze. That's the thing right there. At least I lose you. Are you still there? I'm here. I was reading. Real Talk okay. TV has one for you. What you got? Go ahead. Uh, what should a woman or a man do if a narcissist has trapped them in a cult? this a lot is there um, a way to get out mm, that's hard so it's going to depend on the cult it's going to depend on the nature of the group um i would i would say that you would want to contact someone who is this is a hard one because i don't know that i need more yeah, i don't know the details yeah mm -hmm. right. right like is it a you need to sneak out of the <laughs> out of the tent in the middle of the night and climb a barbed wire fence or is it something you know, like i don't know I would need, oh my gosh, I would need more information. I think I just, I just know that when you're oh, leaving no. groups, whether it's a true and true and, you know, like, wow, that's a cult or whether it's a group where you go, that feels like a cult, you know, like whether right. it's depending on what you're talking about, either way, you're leaving the whole group. Yeah. 
The person needs yep. to extract themselves from the entire community, even if there's good people there. Because there's no yes. way, yeah, they're not going to let you, first of all, if it's cult-like, maintain yeah. relationships. And so that's, I don't, yeah, we need more details there. Let me say this, a cult leader and a, or any cult member even, but especially a cult leader and any member, any cult leader is like a narcissist. I've done videos on it if you want to check that out. Just mm-hmm. type in Angie Atkinson cult, you'll find him. Um, and basically, the Dana Morningstar actually brought this to um, my attention, this idea. It's a great concept. It's really true. It, ma- it matches right up, you know, um, the, the cult leader and the narcissist. Oh, yeah. Both Absolutely. Want to be in control. They both, mm-hmm. Right. Both. It's, it's like the perfect fit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So start there. And if you are in a situation where you are being actually, or you know someone who's in that situation, you know, reach out to us and, I, and we can try to find you know, resources and help you determine the best course of action depending on the circumstances. So, yep. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about today before we wrap up, please? I'm seeing Grace asking. She said, Lisa, is, it's in the slowdown where you can see the red flags. Expand on that, please, if you can someday. So that's a good topic. Oh like how to slow down for another another yes. time. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. And so I will just say this one thing about that. Um, make make time rules for yourself. So like for when I, when I got out of my first marriage, I told myself I wouldn't date until I was legally divorced. That was about almost a year, or it actually was a little more than a year when I was done finally. Um, then I it was, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let anyone propose to me <laughs> or say yes to a proposal, I should say, <laughs> until... Mm-hmm. I had been in a monogamous relationship with them for one whole year from the day we both agreed it was in a monogamous relationship. Now that mm-hmm. seems like a little, a little bit of red tape for oneself, but when I set a rule for myself like that, I found it. so that gave me time. And I, like, I didn't have intimacy for the first six dates, which probably doesn't sound very, like very many, but it is when you have a child and you can't go out more than once a week. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I have, I had a child. Marriage. So that would be my, my little quick tip for you. You're in a situation where you're not sure, just or even if you're not in that situation, yet, create rules, timeline rules for yourself on wherever you usually slip up, right? Mm-hmm. So like I used to fall in love too fast, or I would jump in too soon, or I would, whatever. And so I picked out all those points and made rules for myself. Mm-hmm. It, it's a lot about self-awareness. It's a lot about yeah. paying attention. Um, it, taking one way to slow down is to... Um, not see them every day make sure that in the beginning you're not just jumping into the daily thing if you find yourself freaking out because you're not getting a text think about it for a second and slow that down um are they not replying to something they obviously should or are they just not texting every second of the day and text bombing you you know um paying attention to things like what you're saying where you're aware of where you make them you slip up and lose yourself yep and know even who you're losing if you don't know yourself enough to lose yourself then maybe there's some time needed to you know to figure out who you are really and and that's a way to slow down um you um it's not it's not like you want to just go in and be like stone cold and be like okay give me all the stats of who you are you know that would be weird and probably attract some interesting people but um, it would be false also it would be false and so there's a way to be authentic without giving too much information there's a way to you can be yourself without oversharing you can be yourself without giving information about your life 
that is the type of thing you would share with a close friend. But we think yeah. that it's like, oh, I'm authentic and transparent and I'm going to give you everything and then you're going to be safe. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no. So there's a few ideas just like to where some right. people get tripped up and don't slow down. Um, making sure that when you're engaging with someone new in any way, whether it be a friend or a new relationship or whatever, um, that you know what it is you're after. If you're there because you're seeking love, know that this isn't the time for that. You don't even know this person. Yeah. And that that's hard. If that's hard, but at least if you know what, that it is your, uh, that you're there because you want to feel important or you want to be honest with yourself about what it is you're, you're needing. So at least least it's in your head, you know, you may still slip a little, but yeah. That is exactly why we recommend that you don't jump into another relationship so that you can take the time to do these, take the time to, you know, I don't want to say you're testing them, <laughs> but you're kind of running them through a, a test run, it right, is. almost. Well, and actually in the group coaching right now, we have a little spur group, just messenger. It's very minimal. We don't go into a whole lot, but just for dating because people needed, we needed it to not be with everybody else so that it wasn't triggering, <laughs> but nope. because these kind of things like, wait a minute, am I doing this too fast? So like little check-ins with each other to... Right. And I've seen people help each other through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is another reason that I love that group situation built over there because it's so, it's so powerful that you are able to customize it so much for the people there. It's, yeah. People are well served and I'm just really grateful. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going to, we're going to have to, I, I want to keep answering all these questions because they're such good questions, um, but I am really sorry. We're going to have to rush off out of here. Um, yes. The homosexual. That's the one thing I'll say. Mm-hmm. I did. Well, I heard a weird noise. Um, I did talk about a homosexuals, uh, but what those are is just people who want to couch surf. Basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> they they will be with you, you know, if, if for a place to sleep, place to live, um, and nothing else. And if another, I literally have a, a former client who had one of those, and he <laughs> he met this other person who had he was less attractive, less active, less everything, but had a way nicer house. Guess what? <laughs> yep that's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. homosexual okay mm-hmm. yeah, the that, one I was talking about the one had the nice house the other one cooked well oh my but, god like you, that's all he was after with these creepy comforts one, one bought him nice clothes and nice this and took him on vacations the other told him what a horrible person he was which he could then engage with her and uh you know like they could go back and forth because she was an ex mm. And, and, and yet she'd cook him dinner. <laughs> so it was, and it's not her fault. She is totally manipulated by this guy. I, I've seen it. I've seen it. And, and I don't want anyone to judge people like this because we could have all been there. No, no, it's not about that. It's a uh, I know it isn't for you. No, yeah. they're just so manipulative. They are just so are. manipulative and, and so believable in the moment. They're no doubt. It's a con. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think most of them, yeah. I would say most many of this type and I, I cannot diagnose anyone. I don't claim to be able to diagnose anyone, but what they I don't say, diagnose. they're more sociopathic traits. Traits. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a spectrum, you know? Yeah. Oh, right. And when we're talking about narcissists, unless we are specifically stating narcissistic personality disorder, 
we are only talking about people. We're talking about traits. Yeah. Traits, mm-hmm. right. Um, that being said, we, we can talk about research that we have, and I have, and I don't know if you have, but I've talked about mm-hmm. a lot about it and written about it, but we don't diagnose. No. All right. <laughs> Just a tip, tip. Okay. Um, I have to run. So yeah. thank you, Lise. As always, you're amazing. Um, and I think our, our mod squad is currently pasting, we'll, we'll be shortly, if they haven't yet, started to paste the uh, reminders for you in mm-hmm. as to where to find us for these um, weekly streams, uh, where to find Lise here on YouTube and, and, and also where to find us on the rest of the internet and all of the other things they need to tell you. So be sure you take a look at those. Jack, um, Chris, um, let's see who I had. Simmering, thank you guys for being here, the Mod Squad. Mm-hmm. Ellen C, who else did I see from the, the membership? Mm-hmm. See Ellen here. Okay, well, I, I'm looking through there quickly. But, Bonnie, um, Bonnie. Bonnie from Hi, the Bonnie. Mod Squad. Thank you, Bonnie. Um, Ellen, yeah. You see any more greens or blues Simmering. in there? Bonnie, yep. uh, Jack. That's all I'm seeing in this in this quick scan. Okay. Yeah, Bonnie, there she is. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you. Oh, good job. Thanks, everybody. We will see you very soon. They've already put in the uh, the reminders, so we'll see you next week. And Lise, when's your next live stream? Tomorrow. Be there tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. So join me over on my channel. The info will be yep. here somewhere. Yep. <laughs> it will be here, and it will also be there. Um, yeah. And then make sure that you uh, there are the chat for those who are here live. And I'll be right on the video for those who are not live right. <laughs> and and probably in the description. So go see that. Check out queenbeing.com slash groups if you're interested in that amazing coaching group um, or even even um, one-on-one with, with any of us. Lise also has one-on-one, probably a little tiny bit more room in her schedule right than mine at the moment. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So we will see you guys. Have a lovely, um, anything else? Last words, Lise? No, that's it. Last words. All right, guys. <laughs> 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 <Yay>. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay. So-